0: lay, sir, yeah. yeah. in the building, yeah.
1: all right, all ready, the show goes on all night, till the um. morning we dream so long, anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? just remember when it come to like the show up.
0: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast, previewing the 2023 Arnold Palmer Invitational to get you ready for your DraftKings lineups this week. You can find myself on Twitter at BDNTrick, the podcast at Always Press DFS, and my co-host is always on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing, my friend?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Doing well. Doing well. Another fun, uh, fun week of a PGA Tour action in the books, I see. Uh, any, any thoughts on the uh, Honda Classic, the last installment of the Honda Classic?
1: No, me and you were uh, texting this week and I played one lineup, actually listened to myself as far as uh, not playing much money, played one lineup, not much money, it was dead by uh, Thursday afternoon, so I moved on pretty quickly and uh, did not pay a whole hell of a lot of attention, did watch the final hole, which was pretty fun um, in the playoff, but other than that, I I don't have much text, good for Chris Kirk, man, it's... Pretty cool to see somebody uh like him, uh, who wh- what he's been through as far as whether it's self-inflicted or not, um, overcome some stuff and, and get the W. And then Eric Cole, hell of a story.
0: Yep. Eric Cole, hell of a story, he had three Monday qualifiers. Uh yeah, Gerard and a couple others. I like think finished T ten, T fifteen or something. Like Gerard a few was over, fourth. Yeah, he finished fourth. I mean, like all three of the got qualifiers you. got got through. Um, two of them, I believe are going to play in Puerto Rico this weekend with, uh, Gerard, uh, Cole is in the Arnold Palmer invitational. He got, uh, boosted there. They showed, uh, Cole's been playing like the mini tours and minor league golf tours and stuff. He won one. Like last year, he got maybe fifteen hundred bucks for it. He got nine hundred fifteen thousand for yeah. this one. It's Total just, uh, and he finished fifteenth of Pebble too. Like it's the dude's legit. If you guys watched any golf, you obviously know he comes from a golfing family. His <laughs> father and his mother and all that stuff. So that's uh, well known. But even Freddie Couples had some nice things to say. He used to play with his dad, I guess. And um, it was it was pretty uh, pretty cool to see Cole out there uh, getting his stuff done. He's a uh, they had the diabetes story with him and everything. He's He's got a lot going on. He's Justin H- Sue or son. Su. Addison's
1: disease. Too.
0: Addison's disease, yeah.
1: Which I don't Which really is, know much about that, but apparently it's not good.
0: No, very very severe form of diabetes, I guess. And they got him at like 110 pounds in college. The dude looks yeah. like he's 110 soaking wet still to me.
1: Yeah, I'm um, big dude. So, but he was pounding it, dude. dude it's just murder. It's like
0: it's like JT and those guys. It's all about yeah. you know torque and doing what you're doing. You don't have to be a big boy to uh, to pound the rock, and um, it was fun to see Cole. Justin Sue had, had had it going for him and he kind of fell apart over the weekend, but good to see him up there. A lot of young guys. It was really or not not all young. Like I say young and to me, Cole's 34 is not young. Yeah, no, to me. He's
1: young. He's still young because he's brand new to us. Yeah. I so. we kept saying young, they
0: said 34. I'm like, ain't freaking young, but yeah. uh, <laughs> Okay. Whatever you say. Um, but it, it was just cool to see a bunch of these guys, even like, you know, like Cheston Hadley, did you he didn't watch it. Never mind. He did the the mic'd up on 14 on Saturday that was fun to see really good personality and everything he played pretty well Benny on making another run uh Shane Lowry is pretty much the only expensive guy that did anything this week
1: what happened so. on Saturday where there was a 62 and a 63 and a 64 another 64 i mean like my guys didn't play that golf course on i mean on friday excuse me They're, my guys did not play that golf course on friday it, whatever golf course these other guys were playing my guys were playing like the hard version of the honda classic you guys were playing the uh the the american express version of the honda classic did you
0: happen to have pm players on friday because there was a wave advantage
1: uh is my so they were like most of i think five out of six were uh pm am so they would have played in the morning
0: oh so then, yeah they put a different golf course uh <laughs> because, because yeah friday it was well documented the, the morning boys had a a major upper hand on things um, mm. it wasn't it was just the wind i guess and just uh overall conditions but it was uh, it's florida golf you never know when the one's gonna come up it came up, right. it made it made it's a uh, factor known and that's why guys went out and then you saw lowry on saturday go crazy with the best round of the day right. he went out early it seemed like a trend the early early golfers had a little bit of an upper hand throughout the weekend so we'll see something to think about going forward uh it's not like you can predict it over the weekend but uh, there is going to be
1: a wave advantage this week though
0: probably Oh, I haven't even looked the weather. So thank you. Mm. We're gonna get into that. That'll be fun. Yeah, and it's gonna be a fun-filled uh field here at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Around 130ish golfers, give or take, depending on uh the final invite numbers and who actually continues. 120, to play
1: this week. I think, is the is the number. down to 120. There
0: yeah. we go. Thank yeah. you, sir. I saw 43 of the top 50 in the world will be playing this week. So that's a a big as you expect. Invitational's plus, it's a elevated field event. So big, big money coming to the winners here. Plus, you get an awesome red cardigan cardigan sweater. Just amazing. <laughs> one, of, one of the better trophies in golf, one would say, outside of a green jacket. So um, you got that going for you, too. It'll be fun, but uh, let's get into it with some past event history, which we have plenty of because it is one of the most uh, course history relevant courses on tour.
1: Yeah, last year, uh, Scotty Scheffler was the winner, five under, one shot over Hatton, Horschel, and Hoveland. 2021 was uh, Bison DeChambeau, 11-under, um, one shot over Lee, Lee Westwood. Tyrell Hatton was the 2020 winner, 4-under, four, shot, uh, four under, one shot over Leishman. Uh, Molinari was 2019 winner, 12-under, two shots over Fitzpatrick. Rory won this tournament in 2018, 18-under, three shots uh, over Bryson a.k.a. Bison, and Mark Leishman, not in the field. Jason Day won this in 2016, under one shot over Chapel. Tiger Woods has won this eight times, but he's not in the field, and that's pretty much it as far as guys that are relevant here.
0: Yeah, Rory loves this place. This is the course where Bryson decided to uh, take on the lake and try to drive the green on the par mm, fours. Yes. Um, that was the year he won. That was some fun par stuff. Par five. That's a par, that's a par, par five. five. My bad, par five. Yeah, so it was like almost a guaranteed eagle for him at times, the Mm -hmm. way he was playing in that tournament. This is also the place where Jason Day withdrew and went to um, Walt Disney World, I believe, with his family because he had back problems. I'll never forget that one because he was a heavy chalk player. I was like, what the heck? And there's pictures of him at Walt Disney World. So that was fun. riding Space Mountain. Yep, yep. Yep. So uh, this uh, this is a great, great tournament. I I enjoy it. Um, It's a great golf course. We talk about the, yes, there we go, great golf course. Arnold Palmer. Invitational, and it's it's a beauty. It's a Bay Hill Country Club that most should know because it's Arnie's place, and it is a par seventy two. Where did my notes go? I'm gonna almost seventy five hundred yards. I'll tell you that much right out the gate. And um, you have nine nine holes with water in play. There's over eighty bunkers in play. Some of those penal rough you're gonna find three plus inches, depending on how they let it grow out. Of course, we're on Bermuda, as you would come to expect on this uh, side of the uh, the Florida swing here. The biggest thing about um, this course is all the par threes are over 200 yards. So you have to really pipe it. Uh, you have most of the uh, majority of the par fours are over 450, very long. So you need to take advantage of the par fives for sure. And just avoid bogeys as the winning scores, as Jesse mentioned, are very key. You also want to be in the fairway because the rough is so penal. Like if you watch the Honda Classic, very challenging golf course, but they had a couple cuts of rough where you weren't in, like, massive trouble unless you really got in the thick of it, where it's just thick at API at Bay Hill. So a lot of guys will take less than driver to make sure they find the fairway, which leads to the longer approach shots. Most of them are 150 plus, a lot of them over 200 plus, so long iron play comes into play here as well. Um, some of the biggest greens on tour also. So just because your guy hits the green doesn't mean he's got an easy chance to make things happen. You want to make sure you can lag it up there in two putt as well. So bogey avoidance is key. Finding fairways is key. Um, You can drive it far. Bryce improved that, but you better be darn accurate at the same time in doing so. That's why when you you hear a bunch of the winners here, it's all different types of golfers. You have some guys that can hit it short, guys hit it long. Good long iron players usually fare well. Could be a more a week. We'll see. Um, stuff along those lines, but it's going to be a fun, fun golf course. Going to be, um, it's also, I, I read, I think it was last year, or the year before the most or second most penalty shots in golf came at this golf course. So, um, keep that in mind. There's less water than last week at Honda, but it comes into play a lot more often. It sounds like, so keep that in mind too. Uh, what kind of stats are you looking at this week?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you hit on a lot of it. Um, I think better or better is important. Scrambling uh, matters around here too. It, it depends on a lot how the, the weather plays out as far as um, some of the stuff you're going to want to focus on. Like, obviously, last year, five under is the winner, but the year before that, 11 under wins and 19 under has won this in the past. I anticipate it playing a lot very hard, more major esque than years past. There's no rain in the forecast, but there is a lot of wind particularly on Friday and I think in like toward the afternoon. Um, So there may be a distinct wind or uh, wave advantage this week. Um, And that, that wind stays up mostly through um, Saturday and then kind of dies off on, on Sunday. But you know, I, I just think it's going to be difficult. So I would um, to me, I would kind of vision it as like a major um, the masters or U S open type of you want to, get it in the fairway and hit as many greens as possible. So a little PM AM wave potentially that could potentially (laughs) could have an advantage. I mean, you are really going to have to like, look at this further and you know, on Wednesday. Um, So I would just definitely be, you know, mindful of the wind potential on, on, on Friday. All righty. Let's get into the DK picks of the week. And again, loaded,
0: Loaded field, um, course history huge here as uh, we mentioned. Let's talk ten k and above. Rom at eleven five, eleven five in this field. I just doesn't sound wrong. Uh, Scheffler at ten nine and Rory at ten six. It's it's crazy, but it's doable. What do you yeah. like up here?
1: Yeah, I mean obviously Rom, Rory, you can um, or Scheffler pick your poison. Uh, I I just feel like most people don't play Scotty. Um, and he's just still not getting the kind of, I guess, respect that he would, that he should get in the DFS space. And part of that is obviously because you can't play them all. Um, you can't play all three. Uh, but my my pick is just going to be Scheffler up top here, defending champion. He's playing well enough to win again. So I'll go with Scheffler. A defending champion T12
0: with the Genesis, still very respectable score at that tournament. Rahm, first, third, seventh, first, his last four events. We know it just, just goes on ting. and on and on. Yeah. But just even just over his last five events, he's gained 56 strokes. Strokes gained T to green. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It um, yeah, Scheffler. Uh, then you got Rory, who uh, 29th and 32nd, his last two, Is he stumbling. It wouldn't shock you if he won, though, because he loves this place 13th, 10th, 5th, 6th, 1st his last five years here. So yeah, you can't go wrong with any of them. I love your strategy behind Scheffler. Don't disagree with it at all. Like take the lowest own in this range, but all very, very much in play. Could be a week to skip the top 10 because he got so many great players, the 10 K range. I mean, but um, yeah, I'll go with you on Scotty on this one, just to play you know, the, the leverage game. Potentially uh, the only thing that kind of stands out on this is if you look at proximity over 200 yards, he's a hundredth in this field, which is kind of surprising from Scheffler. So And from 175 to 200, he's 94th. So his longer iron play has been a bit suspect of late. Remember, he did dominate at Phoenix, which is not a long iron course. So a little something to think about, but he's also first in bogey avoidance. So take that with a grain of salt, too. He can at least scramble his butt off and, and get there for you. So sure we'll see. But I'm, I'm with you on, Scotty. 9K range. You got home at 97, JT at 96, Morikawa 95, Willie Z 94, Finau 93, Xander 92, Cantley, 91, and Big Vic. At 9,000, what do you got here? I
1: mean, Homa, obviously. It's a pro-Homa yeah. pod, which I feel like everybody anymore is pro-Homa. I don't know anybody who doesn't like him. Yeah. Um, but in his last three events, second, 39th, first, if you go back to the tournament champions, he finished third there. Uh, and at at this course, um, at this event, he's, he's made the cut three times, 17th, 10th, 24th. Uh, I I feel like it might be – I feel like Zalatoris might be there come Sunday. I mean, you expect a similar type of deal with the Genesis Open, where the leaderboard is stacked come Sunday. But I think I think this is a more of a Will Zalatoris type of place, if, especially if it plays hard, the wind kicks up, um, and basically pars a good score. I really like Will Zalatoris. He's played here twice, finished thirty eighth and tenth, and is coming off a fourth place finish at the Genesis. Um, after uh, a little bit of an injury bug there and at 9200, Xander finished 24th here in 2020, which is his only start. Uh, but when you think ball start striking, you think Xander and Colin, I'm just going to go with Xander in this situation. And then Hovland, obviously the course history is there finished second here last year four for four made cuts. Uh, second is by far his best finish and coming off a of 20th place finish at the, at the Genesis. So, you know, I, again, I don't think you can go wrong with anybody in this range, but I'm not going to pick them all. Um, so that's where I would. That's where I'm going to be focusing on for lineup construction.
0: Yep, we're in the same spot here. I got Homa, hundred percent. Pretty much, we'll have him every week, as you mentioned. I got Willie Z. He's 11th in my model. Um, just like you said, striping it well. That finish of the Genesis made me feel a lot better about his back situation. So that's yeah. very good. Love Hovland at nine thousand thirteenth in my model. Uh, you mentioned his um, his course history here is great. Twentieth, forty second, thirteenth. His last three. Uh, PGA Tour events. The other guy I will mention though is Calmore Morakai. He's fifth in my model. He's fourth in approach, fifth in par five scoring, seventh and 200 plus, fifth and 175 to 200, eighth and 150 to 175, and second in good drives. All the things you're kind of looking for in this field. Um, we have good passive in history. He finished ninth here in 2020 and in his debut in 18, finished 64th. Uh, And you mentioned that recent finish as well. Sixth at the Genesis, miscut at Phoenix, third at the Farmers. So in two of the tougher tracks, he's played very, very well. And he always seems to hang around with that iron play. So it's all about the short game for him. If he can scramble, that's where his bugaboo is. And if he can figure that out, I think was a very, very intriguing play here. So at 9,500 bucks, I like him as well compared uh, with the other guys you mentioned. Uh, 8K, Sungjae at 89, Fitzpatrick Young, Jordan Spieth, Jason Day's at eighty five, uh, Tom Kim at eighty four, Hatton eighty three, Matsuyama eighty two, Burns eighty one, Mitchell eight thousand. I know it's like a major field, so some guys are gonna be priced a little wrong. There's a few of them here. It feels like,
1: yeah, um, I, I I feel like the the I feel like the pricing is pretty good this week. Uh, there, there's you know could have been some some differences, and I, I wish they would kind of go back to the old pricing where they had guys below six thousand as well. You know, way back in the day. Um, just to make things different and more interesting. But Sung Jay up top, uh eighty nine hundred, four four made cuts here, has two third place finishes at this event. Um, and it, it, he was forty percent owned last week. We didn't even mention that. Yeah. Forty that fucking percent owned. Finished forty second. Did you uh, did you I don't know if you noticed it because you blocked
0: did you? See Billy Ho struggled again this week.
1: I'm gonna talk about Billy Ho, okay, Ho before good. too long. Yeah. Good. Uh Cameron Young, uh 8, 13th here last year. Um kind of flying a little bit under the radar again this year. Obviously had a great rookie campaign. Um and, and is starting to find a little bit more form, I feel like, 20th at the at the Genesis there. Jason Day, course history is is pretty good. He missed a cut in 2020, but besides that, he finished thirty first, twenty second, twenty third, first, seventeenth, forty fifth since twenty thirteen. So it's pretty good. And three straight top tens. Mm-hmm. How chalky is he going to be? I'd
0: imagine pretty, but you never know in a field like this. I know I love Jason Day this week, so we'll see. I will.
1: I will also. I, I hope he's like. I hope he's like twenty percent owned. And I think it'll nobody twenties. I think nobody plays uh, Hatton, um, because Hatton. So he's a, he's a, he won here in twenty twenty, uh, but he also hasn't missed a cut at all since twenty seventeen at this event. Has a second place last year, fourth place in twenty seventeen. It just. Fits him, um, and if it had a really strong showing at the Phoenix Open, finished sixth, 40th at the Genesis, and and people generally don't play him. And last but not least, Keith Mitchell, um, four four made cuts here. There's a lot of good course history in this range, good man. Big time. <laughs> uh, coming off of fifth place at the Genesis, fourth at the at the AT and T Pebble Beach a couple of weeks ago. So I mean, it, yeah, there's there's quite a lot to like in this 8K range, and um, good course history mixed in with good form. Should make it very interesting. Maybe spread some of that ownership out a little bit. Yep. Could spread it out. Could make for a nice balanced build. I love Sung again on these
0: Florida courses. I know he, he struggled a bit last week, as you mentioned, finishing 42nd. But um, You would I'll too think- if you
1: were 40%
0: owned. Yeah, draft exactly. Draft. So we'll go back to that with this form, 20, 21st, 3rd, 3rd, at this tournament. I Kim, like the one, one of them you did not mention, and it's because his current form is a little rough here. We're going to talk – Miscut 29th, miscut his last three events. But if you want to talk course history, ninth, 10th, ninth, second, his last four years, that's Maddie Fitzpatrick. That's 800 cool. bucks. Um, course history is amazing. I know he's got some injury issues, took last week off. Just keep an eye on reports if he's even close to being healthy. I love him at 8,800 bucks. At this joint, especially if it's windy. When have we seen Matt Fitzpatrick dominate courses and be in the running like the Open Championship and things like that? Like the U.S. Loves, Open that he won. Yeah, the U.S. Open. He loves the win of the tough courses. So, I think uh, he's very interesting if he's healthy. That's a big if, of course. But he's in play. I like Jason Day at eighty-five, as you mentioned. Hatton at eighty-three, I love as well. Hopefully, comes in low owned. Had Killer Keith at eight thousand two. Uh, the one other guy I will mention though. Another guy coming in and kind of sketch form, a miscut at the Genesis 29th, 9th at Farm 20th the Finks, 9th at Farmers. Course issue, the 20th, 18, 56, 33, 34, that's at least five straight cuts. And that's Hideki Matsuyama. That's that a guy, did. when I when I think a longer iron play, Matsuyama is a guy I love to look at. Um, he's been struggling with it, 106 in the field and 200 yards plus, but he's been great around the green. The other approach angles, he's been very, very good. Decent at bogey avoidance. I just think he's too cheap in this range. I know his current form is not ideal, but he's a grinder is not the right word, but he's one of those guys. He's going to do it one week, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Hideki." Like that's just <laughs> what he is. Um, that's my thought. And they keep lowering his price. I'm going to keep playing him, and he and no one plays him, so he's super super cheap in this range. Like you could play Hatton, Hideki, and Fitz probably for all like sub eight percent ownership or something, and have yeah, a field week, and and have a lot of fun with that. So that's very very intriguing to me as the week goes on. And, and some guys go like, again in the discord goes, Oh, you didn't play that guy this week. I'm like, well, I talked to you on Monday. I checked ownership on Wednesday. Things obviously change as the week goes on. So uh, keep, keep with us on that one. That's why I say come join us on the discord anytime you want ask all the questions you want. I'm, I'm hanging around 75 to 79. You got Lowry, Thagala, your boy, Billy Ho, Connors, Fowler, Kirk, Scott, Bradley, Rose, Clark, Kim, Hadwin, Fleetwood. What do you like here?
1: I started to tilt really hard about uh, Billy Horschel last week because I I, I like to play Billy Horschel because nobody wants to play Billy Horschel ever. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just not a popular play ever. Um, Blocks people on Twitter. Finished second here last year um, and 42nd at the Honda Classic where he shot 65. I I feel like that's enough flash there for me to – go back and at much less ownership this week. I mean, he was 13% owned the Honda, but he was 2% owned uh, at the Genesis at 7,200. So, you know, I would put him more in that five to six max range this week. So I like him. Uh, Stigal at 79, skipped over him. He'd missed the cut here last year, but is playing really, really good golf. Ricky Fowler, never missed a cut here since 2015. Um, And that was when, that was like bad Ricky Fowler the last two years finished Mm -hmm. 52nd and 72nd the last two years, but had an 18th place finish in 2020, 14th back in 2018, 12th in 2017. Um, and it's, you know, it just feels like this price is way too low for him given how he's playing. I mean, three straight top twenties hasn't missed a cut since the Wyndham way back in August. I think he's got it figured out. Adam Scott, Another guy with good course history. He has missed a couple cuts here, but did finish 26th here last year. And just the dude that just makes he just makes cuts. I mean, he may finish 65th like he did the Genesis Invitational, but he made the cut. So, especially for cash games. Um, and then Tommy Fleetwood at 7500, another guy mm-hmm. who I feel like flashed a little bit of form at the Genesis. Um, you know, he was at or under par all week there, uh, so I like that quite a bit. Win guy obviously um and and his course history is good 20th 10th miscut third twenty 10th it's pretty solid for somebody at 7500 bucks so this field is absolutely loaded and it kind of reflects down here when we get into the eight and seven k range but there's a lot to like one of the things that i'll mention is a lot of the good course history people are foreigners they
0: play very well here the yeah. Euros and like even the Aussies and stuff very, very well. Because when Aussies love the wind, so do foreigners. Like it's just a, a trend, and they're more precise they're golfers it, yeah. instead of bomber golfers. There's a
1: difference there. So, like you Californians.
0: Yeah, we're, not, we're yeah. different. We're different like that. So that's why we dominate the West Coast swing. But um, Billy Ho was mic'd up on Friday, by the way, on uh, 14. They had him on the headset, and he was talking oh, about that? how messed up his swing is right now, how in-between oh. he is. Oh, it was entertaining for, to like hear him. Because he's he sits there on the tee box. They analyzed it. He practices two different types of swings to see what feels good before he tees off. I'm going to retract everything wild. I just said about Billy Ho. It was wild watching him do it. Watch it, him win it. Now. They're like, what's your thought process on this? I'll just stay out of the water. He's I mean, all, I how I does do you know. he all... shoot 65 doing that? I don't know. It was fun watching it though, man, because he literally would hit a great shot. And the next shot would be like all the way to the right. Like It was all over the place. It was interesting. Yeah,
1: oh, never mind. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm not playing Billy. I'm going to go ahead and uncheck. Now, it. now he's going to have a great week. Yeah, he's going to finish. That, five.
0: All right. For me in this range, you got Corey Connors at $7,800. Guy coming in with a decent course history. Or 11th and 3rd the last two years. Um, he's 61st of Genesis 50 at Phoenix. So his current form is not what we'd expect from Corey Connors. But uh, really, really playing well here. Again, makes sense. Very good iron player. So if you can find the fairway, he's 17th in good drives in this field. That could play well for Corey Connors. Uh, and his Caddy was uh, heard talking today on Monday that this course fits him very well. So it's a course that Corey Connors likes at 700 bucks. I have Ricky checked off at 77 Kind of sucks Chris Kirk won this last week because his course history, 5th, 8th, 15th, 13th, his last four times here. He's been great. I am not playing a chalky Chris Kirk. Not happening. 7,700 bucks and coming off that dub so uh, that's an interest like if he comes in low owned I'm interested but not at this point in time uh, Keegan Bradley at 7,600 bucks 11th, 10th, 42nd, 46th 26th his last five times here so he's another guy with amazing course history missed the cut of the Genesis but 20th of Phoenix second at Farmers he was coming in pretty good form uh, Wyndham Clark at 75th is 10th in my model he's 1st in par 5 scoring 5th in par 4 450 to 500 a couple of things we really want to see at this event, and uh, he's coming at 33rd of the Genesis, 10th of the Phoenix, 37th of Farmers, 50th at Amex. Um, those all stand out. Missed cut in 21, 68, and 20. So his course history is not great. Current form, really good for Wyndham Clark. He'll be virtually unowned if you want to use him. And then I have Fleetwood at 75, who I like a lot as well. He's he's a guy that he's kind of like the Batsuyama of this range to me, like used to be priced up a lot more. Yeah, Obviously, he isn't playing the same golf he once was, but. He's shown flashes of that even in his early Euro season where he might be closer than we think. And, this course, should fit his type of game pretty, pretty well. 7K to 7,400
1: bucks. Who are you liking here, Jesse? Just start right up top with Woodland. Um, fifth here last year when he was not playing very good, coming off a ninth-place finish at the Genesis Invitational. I think maybe, potentially, he's starting to figure it out uh, after a little bit of a struggle last year. Tom uh, Hogue at uh, seventy three. Three or four made cuts here since 2018. Best finish is uh, 15th in 2020. Um, and come off a 14th place finish at the Genesis. Adrian Moronk. Uh, we talked about him last year. He's never played here. Uh, but uh, the, the the model likes him well enough. And he finished 14th last week. Um, Bezenhoop, man. I was uh, pleasantly surprised after your nice little mention of him on the pod last week. Uh, he He was kind of in the mix, but. A a Sunday 72 never you know really had a chance as far as to get inside the top 20 25 Um, finished 42nd uh, but his course history is three out of three made cuts his worst finish is 20th last year finished seventh here in 2021 course history is pretty uh, amazing there and then Sam Ryder at 7,000 took the took the week off last week he's played here three times two out of three made cuts best finish is 33rd in 2019 um but Sam Ryder has two consecutive top t- or three consecutive top twenties in a fourth place finish at the Farmers, uh, so seven thousand bucks. I mean, uh, that's the guy I'm clicking on if I'm down in this range.
0: Yeah, that's Sam Ryder, man. He keeps keeps doing it. It's it's crazy. I love it, pulling for him. Um, for me cool. in this range, will Willard at, at seventy four, Seamus Power at seventy four is interesting to me. Um, missed cut here last year, so that obviously isn't good. But uh recent form: 14th to Genesis, 20th to Phoenix, 15th to Pebble. We know he's a very streaky golfer, so he can be another nice lower own play. Nick Taylor at 73 coming in in really good form, as well. 32nd here last year, missed cut, 56. Have so made two of his last three cuts, not great, but coming in, in pretty darn good form for Nick Taylor standards. Uh, I had Tom Hoagie as well. I always love Hoagie on courses that require good approach games. He's fourth in this field from 200 plus, 18th from 175 to uh 200 he's 10th in the par threes, he's 200 to 225 he's first in the field and approach over the last 24 rounds so very good uh, layout for a guy like tom hoagie love Moronk as well we kind of talked about him last week he's been playing really well on the euro tour so he's a nice little value that i think our discount at 72 if you want some course history down below here i like i love c at 71 you nailed that one with the course history but a couple others down here that kind of stood out um bo hostler 20th last year, 24th in 2020, 58th, 66th. made four of his last four cuts at this place. Missed the cut at the Genesis then 14th to Phoenix, 11th to Pebble. He's a course history, potential play. And then Benny on at $7,000. He's coming back here, 43rd, 56th, 10th, 14th, his last four trips uh, to the API. And he, um 21st at Honda, 37th at Pebble. He's made four straight cuts on tour, 62nd at Farmers. So at 7K, I think Benny on. Has a little bit of legs. And last but not least down here at 7,000, Harris English. He's made four straight cuts here, including a ninth place in 2020. Um, and coming in with uh, a, mi- a miscut the Honda, 12th at Genesis, miscut, miscut, miscut. So current form, up to you. Course history, pretty good for Harry. So uh, take take your poison there. There's, you don't have to play him. There's a ton of guys in here. Um, but I think he's another guy with some course history that stands out a bit.
1: 6k. What do you like in this range? I mean, why not play Eric Cole? 6,900. Yeah. Um, How chalky is he going to be? I don't know. I, you know, he's 6,000 in 6,000 range. So, I mean, most of these guys aren't going to get above 10%. I wouldn't worry about that too much. Is it? I didn't realize that that Mayo was on him last week. Um, Mayo's which gone is on a, a lot. A hell of a fucking call. Cause to me, I, you know, I know I, we talked about him. I think I talked about him last week, but it was never in the, I would never have put money on him and mayo put real Canadian dollars on him so <laughs> it's pretty amazing um but his putter and his short game is just so hot he was like, making so
0: many like par saving putts like just looked so confident it was ridiculous yeah
1: I mean he um i, I really thought he was gonna make that putt on yeah. the uh in the playoff and it of course slipped out um and that was probably my fault because I bet one of my friends that he was gonna win versus Kirk so Solid mush by me there, but I mean, he's just getting the ball up and down from everywhere. So, you know, if, if he's comfortable on the greens last week, should kind of translate this week. And hopefully, just that keeps that hot putter going. Um, Bramlett at 67, he was the first round leader, or at least a share of it, and ended up finishing 55th. Uh, uh did not have a good Friday or Saturday round, uh, but before that, um, 7th, 13th, um, and his two starts before that. So I would go back to him and then Grio 6,600. He's made. Uh, four out of five cuts at this event and his worst finish. When he does make the cut, is 26. He has a 7th place finish in 2017. I'm not usually a big Griot guy, but uh, it could work potentially. Um, I would rather have Bramlett or just not go in anywhere in this range because that's all I have in this range. I, I can't click on anybody else hardly.
0: A couple guys I got looking at here is uh, Taylor Pendrith 42nd here last year. Um, and he's coming in with the 42nd Honda. He's made four cuts. 57th at Phoenix, 7th at Pebble. Um, he's, uh, where did he go? He's uh, 37th in my model. I got Eric Cole. He's 38th in my model. Justin Sood just continues to make cuts. If you want to go there, he's first in good drives in this field. Um, Eric Cole's third in bogey avoidance. So that's something to go with as well, as we talked about. Just make the cut, kid. Uh, I got Bramlett checked off. He's 11th in my model, 4th in par-3 scoring. And he's pretty good in everything in my model except putting, so that maybe that explains his problem last week. Um, and then a couple others, if you want to look at, like Robbie Shelton, range, rates out really well here, so does Ben Griffin. Not a lot of course history, though, when you talk about guys like that. If you want to go course history, Zach Johnson at 6,500 bucks, I know it's Zach Johnson. I know it's annoying, but he's made at least five straight cuts here. 42nd or 49th or better in those. And uh, if you look at current form, 12th last week, 32nd in Phoenix, 41st in Amex, all courses he plays well at. Adam Shank at 64. He's made four straight cuts, during the 42nd last week. 42nd here last year, 29th in 2019. And then it's um, probably all I want to do with one more cheaper play. Hoffman at 6300 bucks, Miscut the Honda, 14th at Phoenix, 48th at Pebble. It's more the course history for him. Didn't play here last year, but 10th, 13th, miscut 14th in his last four events here. So when he plays here, he plays pretty well. It's a different Chucky right now. I'll be 100% honest with you there. But at 6300 bucks, if he can find a little bit of that form, that would be pretty, pretty nice if he can figure that out. But not not too much. I'd like you know, past maybe Adam Shank at 64. Some of the guys in my model rate right out well, but I just can't stomach some of these dudes at this point in time. All right, let's recap things. 10K and above. Are you still Scotty?
1: I'm just, just gonna say Sheffler.
0: I'll go with you on Chef. Uh 9K range. Salatoris. I'm gonna go Homa. I can't I can't not go Homa, but I love love most of these. All these rangers love more than one. Uh 8K. Hatton. I like that a lot. I'm gonna go Fitzpatrick with the assumption he's healthy. Um that's what I'm going with right now. Seventy five to seventy nine. Ricky. I think that's sneaky nice i go fleetwood 7k to 74 woodland i will go with uh seabez seabez at 71 and then your 6k play bramlett i like the bramlett a lot i'll be that guy and i'll say eric cole <laughs> let's do it uh if you're starting cash out this week where would you start with three guys yeah
1: i don't know if i'd get above nine thousand. um be but balance is uh, possible yeah i mean we talked about some of these guys with great course history uh and in, in good form coming in. I think Ricky is borderline cash. Um, Hatton, I would like quite a bit. And, and Sungjae. Yeah, I'd go like
0: Hatton, Day, Sungjae. That would be a starting point for me. Yep. Uh, if you're going GPP, though, it's a fun week in GPP because ownership should be spread out with all such great golfers for the most part. Uh, where would you start your tournament, please?
1: Yeah, um, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, and then, like, try to get in Victor Hovland, and then you kind of would go down but put somebody like tom hogue in there i go hoveland fitzpatrick hatton that's
0: where i'd start out my uh my gpp play and that leaves you flexibility in your builds which i like in a field like this balance 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 like last week i, I didn't see the optimal lineup i usually see it i guarantee you probably could have left about seven or eight k on the on the bench last yeah. week to get the optimal which is always fun stuff uh, let's talk about some picks to win this week. As uh, John Rahm is six and a half to one in a loaded field, which is just—was uh, that was that better than his Amex odds? I feel like mm, it was.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'd say that that's lower. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'd insane.
0: Because yeah. Scheffler's nine to one, Rory's nine to one, and then it drops to like calling at twenty and so on. So, what do you like him this week? Because there might be a little bit of value if you don't believe the big dogs win.
1: Yeah, I got one way to get John Rahm to seventeen to one. If you want to. You par- go this with. with a little parlay. Uh, Moorhead State to win the uh, Ohio Valley Conference tournament.
0: Is it Conference Valley seat? Conference title weekend?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's starting. So, this is like the mid-major start, uh, this week. And then the all the major tournaments are next weekend. I love uh, but, that time of year. But, oh, the Ohio Valley, assuming that Moorhead wins their first game Friday night, would, would finish, uh, Saturday. Um, and so. That's a decent parlay to get John Rahm to seventeen to one if you want to do that. And of course, if you like Rory better or Scotty better, you get better odds. Uh, Zalatoris at twenty, I think, is you know bettable. Um, Jason Day at twenty eight. I don't you know, was he going to win in this field? I I don't know necessarily that, but like a top five at plus five fifty, not terrible. Uh, hope, or uh, Hatton at thirty five. Um, after that, you know, Keith Mitchell maybe a top twenty at nine to one or top five, sorry, at nine to one. Um, Yeah, I mean, Tommy Fleetwood, 12 to one, top five. Uh, It's just hard for me to not see somebody below 30 to one winning this golf tournament, just way too many good golfers.
0: Yeah, like the Genesis all written all over it again. Right. Um,
1: And And I hope that's what it is, too, because that's so much fun to watch. It's amazing TV. Um,
0: and, And then they've shown even in years past when it was an elevated event, the cream rose to the top here. It's just that kind of a golf course. Um and one thing I'll say we've said it before like the Rom Sheffers and Rorys if you like them so much see if they'll struggle around one and get a better number like Rom did yeah, at you definitely firm, can yeah something or like that. if
1: if if they're going out late so they're yeah. going out late on Thursday that number may change if somebody gets hot and shoots three or four or five under um, in the morning and then of course if it, if they're going out late Thursday then they're going to have the better draw potentially on Friday so all yeah. things to consider as well yep for sure
0: a uh, couple that i i, I think is interesting as you mentioned day he's at 28 to one he's eight he's 8500 on dk vick's 30 to one at 9k so i always like looking at those kind of differences i think vick at 30 to one is interesting to me again if it's patrick is healthy i love that 35 love that 35 same with hat i like that 35 like you mentioned um we didn't talk about tom kim at all but i think i'm going to take a breather on him for a little bit and just pull form a root form chris kirk's up to 65 man that is all- <laughs> hilarious to me i'm sorry um, double I, his
1: number from last week
0: yeah that's insane <laughs> i think fleetwood is interesting i agree with you there and then if you want like some longer what is that uh T-10, yeah um some deeper deeper shots Whew, yeah it's a little difficult like a hoagie top five at 20 to one or even a top 10 and eight and a half to one is interesting i could see him having some fun here but I got C. Bez at 25 to 1 to top 5 or 10 to 1 to top 10. He's, he's shown that track, at least top 20. What is C. Bez's top 20 since he's done it all three years? Let me check this out real quick. This might be the bet to make and then watch him just completely miss the cut now. Uh, he's four. 4 to 1 top 20. That could be fun. Yeah,
1: it's um, not terrible odds, I mean. No,
0: not for top. I'm going to look at top 20s now because that's where you can get to the bottom of the field. Um. Who do we got down here? Pendrith, maybe. Probably not. Bo Hossler at 5 to 1, the to top 20. He's played very well here. Uh, your boy Bramlett, 6 to 1. There's a little bit of legs there. Uh, Harris English is 7 to 1. If I do think he's going to figure it out for course history. So there's a few down here. But um, you know, honestly, Hatton at 1.5 to 1 is <laughs> it's not great. Oz, it's, that's plus money. Max is 105 to top 20. That seems pretty sweet to me, honestly. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Should be fun. Looking forward to. I of these elevated events, man. It's yep. it's great. It's a great week. Um, There is Puerto Rico going on. We will, the pricing is not out yet. If you have questions, I always throw one in for fun. The tournaments suck. It'd be nice if they put real tournaments up because they fill. I guarantee you they fill. Yeah. Um, but they don't. So, uh, any final thoughts on the week? We have API this week.
1: I don't. Just keep an eye on the weather, wind,
0: in particular. Yep. Should be a wild one. If you want the Discord, just let me know. I'll get you up in there fun stuff is always over there but until next time check out jesse on twitter at dfs golf gods the podcast at always press dfs i'm at BD trick and this is your 2023 arnold palmer invitational preview catch y'all next time